Welcome to the Manic Metallic Podcast, where we respect fashion's past, analyze fashion's present, and get excited about fashion's future. I'm Liberty Gaiman, founder and creative principal of fashion media company Manic Metallic. Several times per week, I'll bring you episodes about exciting things happening in fashion, discussion about current issues facing the industry, and the places and people that have made the fashion industry great. Be sure to subscribe to our newsletter and follow us on Instagram at the Manic Metallic Podcast and at Manic Metallic, both linked in our show notes. Now, let's get into today's episode. Welcome to the Manic Metallic Podcast. I'm Liberty, your host. In today's installment of our Who Is series, we're going to have a look at the life and career of fashion journalist Terry Agins, someone for whom I have a wealth of respect for her heart-hitting journalistic pieces over the years. Terry Agins was born on December 7, 1953, and grew up in Kansas City, Kansas. She followed a path into a love of fashion similar to others like myself that end up in the industry. She and her sister would dress their paper dolls in elaborate outfits that they designed. She also subscribed to Vogue and would tear the pages out and tape them to her wall. I can appreciate that because this is exactly what I would do with my Vogue pages when I was younger though I would buy the issues a la carte instead of getting a subscription. She did the same with their college dorm room. Again, the same as me. I feel like young Terry Agins was pretty much the same as young Liberty Gaither, though she obviously came along first. Additionally, she wrote a column for her school newspaper while in the ninth grade titled Terry's Tips for Fashion Flair. I'm actually very curious to know the types of tips that she passed on to her schoolmates and how well did they receive them. She graduated from Wyandotte High School, where she was a straight-A student, in 1971 and attended Wellesley College for her undergraduate degree, majoring in both English and political science. She obtained a graduate degree in journalism from the University of Missouri. It was at Wellesley, after a few reporting internships, that she decided that she wanted to be a newspaper reporter. Fashion journalism wasn't on her desired radar, however, because she didn't take fashion journalism seriously enough to want to do that as a full-time career. Terry began her journalism career in 1977 in Chicago as a reporter and editor at the Daily News Record. From 1979 to 1984, she lived in Salvador and Belo Horizonte, Brazil, while in a correspondent position for the Latin America Daily Post. On July 9, 1984, she began working for the Wall Street Journal, covering small business, courthouse, and airline news at various intervals. Five years later, she was asked to develop the fashion beat as its own category for the Wall Street Journal due to the abundance of fashion IPOs happening during that time period. She reported on fashion for the Wall Street Journal until 2009, when she retired and became a freelance writer. I want to take a quick moment to tell you about Manic Metallic's recent product. Do you like fashion? Does it matter to you beyond just entertainment value? Well, Manic Metallic is a fashion media company that creates audio, written, and video content that supports our ethos that fashion is an art, discipline, and societal force for change. We recently published a fashion ebook titled Alternative Fashion Capitals, a survey of 20 cities of emerging thought leadership. In it, we detail 20 cities beyond just New York, Milan, London, and Paris that have thriving fashion scenes, and we dive deep into what they have to offer, including shopping districts, specific places to shop, 
brands, events, fashion organizations, fashion publications, and universities and colleges. These 20 cities have a lot to offer the world with regards to the fashion industry, and Manic Metallic is determined to share their stories. We'd love for you to consider purchasing this fashion ebook and for you to join our growing community via our website, social media, newsletter, and podcast. For more information on the ebook and where it can be purchased, please visit manicmetallic.com forward slash products. We look forward to hearing from you. Now back to the podcast. Terry Agins has continued to be involved in the fashion industry since then, authoring two critically acclaimed books. The first is The End of Fashion, The Mass Marketing of the Clothing Business, which was published in 2009, and Hijacking the Runway, which was published in 2014. In addition to the Wall Street Journal, she has written for Vogue, Town & Country, Harper's Bazaar, and the New York Times, among others. With respect to awards, she's won quite a few. In both 1991 and 2002, she won the Front Page Award from the Newswomen's Club of New York. In both 1996 and 2000, she won the Missouri Lifestyle Journalism Award. The CFDA honored her with the CFDA Eugenia Shepard Award for Excellence in Fashion Journalism in 2004. She currently lives in New York. One thing to admire about Terry, among many, is the way in which she looks at fashion from a business perspective. At times, it can be unforgiving in relation to a designer's desire to make artistic statements and in relation to creating a fashion industry that is not hospital with a fast fashion. For example, there's this quote from an article from The Feather Factor on August 4th, 2015. Quote, Another game changer has been the whole fast fashion movement. Fast fashion has allowed anyone to participate in fashion who wants to. There's no such thing as trickle-down anymore. It used to be that ordinary people had to wait a season or two before runway trends were interpreted or watered down for them. Now that's no longer the case. You have retailers like Zara, Forever 21, H&M, who not only interpret the runway trends faster than the designers do, as in they can get it to market quicker, they also generate their own trends. The fashions from these companies are so cheap and pretty well made and they're good enough for most people. So that's been very hard for conventional designers. They used to be the dominant arbiters of style who called shots. Well, that's no longer happening. There are a host of different players, including celebrities, influential retailers, and bloggers who influence what we wear. See, so yeah, I mean, the views on fast fashion is a tough pill to swallow, but at the same time, consider this. One should never agree with everything that a journalist says. If you do, then it's worth questioning whether the journalist has bothered to create pieces expressing strong statements supported by facts in the first place. Journalists should make you think in a different way about the subject matter that they're covering. In Terry's case, she does a wonderful job making the reader think differently about her subjects. When reading her work, you'll feel schooled in her topic, even if you think that you're already familiar with the subject matter. That's a good journalist. That's going to be the end of this episode. Tune in to our next discussion, where we'll get into our take on New York Fashion Week's Fall 2022 collections. Hope to see you then. Thanks for listening. If you got value out of today's episode, it'd mean a lot to me if you'd rate, review, and subscribe to the Manic Metallic Podcast. Be sure to tell all of your fashion-inclined friends and co-workers about the podcast as well. 
what really help us to spread our message about fashion being an art, discipline, and force for societal change. And don't forget to stay in touch with us by subscribing to the Mannequin Talent newsletter and following us on Instagram. Feel free to reach out to us through either of those means. I'd love to hear from you. I'll link these all in the show notes. You're the best. See you next episode.